I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Bright Star is Jane Campion's dramatization of the love affair between the young romantic poet John Keats and his younger neighbor, Fanny Braun. The movie is modest in physical scale, mostly reserved in tone, and touchingly simple in design, aside from Fanny's dazzling wardrobe, which is justified by her gifts as a seamstress. But the effect is exhilarating and deeply pleasurable. It's like the dive into a lake that Keats evokes to explain the experience of poetry. The point, he says to Fanny, is not to get to the other side, but to luxuriate in the lake. The most obvious source of pleasure is the film's heroine. A lot has been written about her in the past two centuries in spite of a scarcity of factual knowledge. What's never been in doubt is the depth of the poet's passion for Fanny. His love letters to her enjoy a special place in English literature. His first impression was of a stylish minx, his word, not mine. That gave way to adoration for a woman who, he said, could concentrate my whole senses— Not a blank slate then, but one with plenty of open spaces that Jane Campion has filled in the course of a film that avoids any trace of musty reverence for a long-dead poet by concentrating our senses on the breathtaking girl next door. In an earlier time, this proto-feminist creation might have been played by Catherine Hepburn. Luckily for us, she's played by the Australian actress Abby Cornish, who's as luminous as the star of the lyric poem that Keats wrote for Fanny. It's the poem that gives the film its title. Abby Cornish's beauty is very much a part of the attraction because her character is a shameless, vivacious flirt, but so is her quick intelligence and her ease with heightened language because this version of Fanny Braun is something of an artist in her own right, a fashion designer before the term was coined, and something of an intellectual, although undeclared even to herself. Fanny can't fathom the depths of Keats's writing at first, but she's eager to learn. She can't understand his sexual reticence, which she mentions with welcome brevity by saying, I'm not sure I have the right feelings toward women. But she loves him for the ardent and anguished man he is. And that man in the movie is not the immortal Keats we study in books, but John Keats, an impoverished and all-too-mortal writer who's contracted tuberculosis and is soon to die at the age of 25. He's played by Ben Wishaw, who, in his own way, matches Abby Cornish's vivacity with a delicacy and tact that conceal a soaring spirit. There's a holiness to the heart's affection, Keats says angrily to his Scottish friend Charles Brown, who has mocked Fanny by sending her a flirtatious valentine. The line is a tricky one, its pitfall being sanctimoniousness, but Wishaw delivers it with an understated urgency that colors every moment of his beautiful performance. Tact is not Charles Brown's style. Thanks to an inspired stroke of casting, he's portrayed by the American actor Paul Schneider, who makes him an enormously entertaining boor, not to mention a hostile, supercilious clown who's determined to dominate Keats's life in the name of protecting him from distractions like Fanny's love. In a film distinguished by, though never burdened by, exquisite taste, Paul Schneider's raunchy rambunctiousness is a delight.
I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll have more reviews on KCRW next week.